and Ren, and for this exclusive episode, Hannah Montana in the house. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast, uh, and with us, as always, to discuss uh, anything ever related to Corey in the house is one Ren on Fontos. Ren, how's it going? Bienvenido, Montaniacs. Yes, this could be big. Hannah Montana is, like, big time, not small time like Corey. She's, she's a... Corey's a small fish in a small pond. Yes. Hannah Hannah. Montana is the real deal eel. She's slithering around. She owns the campus. (laughs) She so she had a movie, right? And it was relatively well reviewed too. Yeah. She had a concert tour. And she had three seasons. Three? I think it was four. Oh, maybe even four. Yeah, four seasons. You're right. So um, today, Ren, we are here to discuss, uh, specifically season two, episode eight of uh, Hannah Montana titled, Take This Job and Love It. Uh, and why, why we, Bryce? Why yeah, are why are we this? here? Uh, the reason why is because, uh, one, President Martinez and Sophie Martinez, uh, it's a crossover episode. They show up in this episode playing their Cory in the House characters. Is this Can- exciting? um no but really for a kid who exclusively watches disney channel oh yeah yeah like see so want to know something funny yes this episode aired the same night as no no nanoosh oh um wow so this was kind of a i would say this episode was a big win for Corey in the house fans everywhere no 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 noosh ah, probably not a big win interesting thing about no 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 everywhere. sophie and martinez aren't in it yeah so this all the timeline lines up i love that ren that's a cute little detail i'm glad they did yeah, that yeah me too that's an interesting dynamic too I'm, i don't want to talk about nanoosh but now i feel like we have to um <laughs> that nanoosh is a pop star in the same universe as hannah montana yeah so uh, interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, okay, so we'll talk about this episode just like uh, we would discuss an episode of Cory in the House. They'll be probably... Um, d- how familiar are you with Hannah Montana, Ren? Uh, I watched a good amount of it growing mm-hmm. up, but like the first two seasons when it was newish. Because after mm-hmm. that, I ate, I aged out of Disney Channel. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm about kind of in the, the same place here. I uh about season one and two I watched um I actually didn't know this episode existed until me neither um until oh I'm gonna miscredit it either Andrew I think Andrew Jett was the one who told us about this episode um I believe so Mm -hmm. but um either way like I wasn't aware this episode existed uh until it was properly brought to our attention and um yes uh (laughs) and i'm kind of glad that i know it exists me too it was uh something i was kind of shocked about not to like spoil our thoughts but it's Mm -hmm. surprisingly sharp like fast-paced it goes goes from beat to beat with way more finesse than cory in the house and cory in the house ever would yeah because it's also like Shows us just how great things could be for us, Ren. Imagine if you and I were watching um, Hannah Montana instead of Corey in the house regularly. The alternate universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that we'd find a lot of issues with it, but it's really fresh when it's just a single episode, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um... All right, so let's jump in to Hannah Montana's Take This Job and Love It. Right. Yeah. Oh, so the episode starts with hazing. 
That's right. Some good old mean-spirited hazing. Yeah. Um, where so they're they just got uh, it's Hannah and then five. Do we do you do we call her Hannah when she's like in the wig and then Miley when she's not? We have to, right? Yeah, I feel like for consi- like for consistencies we do, but it's just annoying. <laughs> I wish I could just like I would just call her Hannah all the time. Um, so they just got done practicing a dance rehearsal for performing for the president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. The one, the only President Martinez is going to see Hannah Montana perform live. Uh, so that that was kind of confusing to me, it because the setup makes it seem like they're performing privately. Yeah, but they just go to Martinez and Sophie just go to a Hannah Montana concert. You know, he has right. to let off some steam. Yes, um, <laughs> that's by going to a Hannah Montana concert. This is where he goes. Um, so they go ahead and, uh, they just got in practicing. Hannah's like, Hannah has this one dancer who's new and the dancer puts his hand on Hannah's shoulder. Uh, and so Hannah's like, uh, what's happening? Did no one tell the new guy not to ever touch the pop star? And, and he, he gets all nervous. down into tears. He does. He starts crying. Um, And then she's like, oh, just kidding. We do that to all the new guys. (laughs) It's so funny. So, so funny. Uh, And then the new dancer, like, hazes Hannah Montana back. He's like, oh, well, I am going to leave because this was mean. He's like, psych, JK. Uh, So this is playful, right? This is really nice, really playful. Uh, reminds me a lot of like when I was a backup dancer. Mm-hmm. So now we meet Roxy, who is Hannah Montana's bodyguard because Jeremy, this dancer, asks Hannah to a movie. I do not remember Roxy from the show. Which is weird because Roxy is the like, uh, like the loudest thing about Hannah Montana. Like, I feel like whenever Roxy was on screen, like, Roxy was the focal point of the scene. Yeah, she dominated every scene yes. she was in. Stole mm-hmm. the spotlight. To yeah, the good... where it felt like other characters were becoming her. Uh, no, right. I have some bad news. <laughs> uh, there's some bad news for you, and it's that uh, we do get a sequence where characters transmorph into Roxy. No, Bryce. So. That can't be possible. <laughs> Surely, Disney Channel wouldn't film something like that. No. Um, so, Roxy is Hannah's bodyguard. Roxy wants to protect Hannah from all, all kinds of danger, Roxy says, in reference to Jeremy asking Hannah on a date. Uh, did this, when you were a teenager, Rand, did you ever have, like, a parent go on a date with you? No. Yeah. Never? Yeah, it's... Uh, it, yeah, it happens a lot in shows. It it does happen a lot in shows, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know. Ugh, it's weird. It's just a weird. It has to be like a TV show thing, right? It's not like a weird generational thing we missed, or you know, no. just like a like a weird um, like a specific part of America thing. Yeah, no, no. It's it's uh, I think just a TV thing, a TV setup thing, because uh, I like I'm trying to think if I've ever had anything like that happen. And like, I used to, um, my first girlfriend, uh, we like worked at the same place together and it would uh, stay open late. And then we would just like have, like literally like have conversations in the car sometimes. And sometimes she would come and drive me and vice versa. And so there'd be times that I think it happened two or three times where like her and I were just chatting in her car and uh, it was like maybe midnight and her dad came to my house um, and knocked on the window and was like, hey, uh, you got to get out. Like, my daughter needs to come home and go to sleep. Uh, but nothing like this. Nothing like Roxy. But, like, even then, that's not really, like, he, he, he wasn't, like, there. He just told you. Yeah, that. no. You just, he like, was like wanted you to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, wrap it up. <laughs> um, 
So, but here we are. Uh, Roxy uh, is going to go with her on the date. And so Hannah is not happy at all about this. Um, I, I We get Hannah at the... No, we don't get Hannah at the concert yet. They go on the date, right? We don't see the date, but we do see them come home from the date. So in this beautiful house on the beach. Mm-hmm. In Malibu? I have no clue. Let me, uh, <laughs> where does Hannah Montana live? I think it's Malibu. Yeah, she does where's, live in Malibu. You're right. Is, where's is that California? Yeah, it is California. Yeah. Um, so Martinez and Sophie then they go to her. Right. Yeah. She doesn't go to them. Okay. Um so she, yeah, she comes home to our like really nice house and Roxy's holding a popcorn bucket, says that uh, she loved the movie. Hannah complains to her dad. What did Billy Bobby Ray Ray. here? Yeah. He's a funny dude. He is funny, yeah. He, uh, he is her real father, and it shows. They have very real chemistry. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I, I like that. I like that uh, energy that they always have together in the scenes. Uh, he has a really he has a really funny line here. I thought it was honestly funnier than anything that we've heard in Corey in the House as of late. Where um, Roxy, so Hannah's complaining about Roxy and how this boy, because of how the night went, is never going to want to go with her again, like go out with her again. And Billy Ray says, you say that about every boy you and Roxy date. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, there are a lot of like quick throwaway lines that are just like, they're just funny. Mm -hmm. The show has a sharp sense of humor in spite of itself. It does. And, yeah. And I feel like most of this episode's failings are on the Corey in the house side of things. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, she... So Hannah's singing Miley. I'm sorry, right now she's Miley. Ooh. <laughs> My, I'm gonna mess it up all this whole episode, Red. Every time you mess it up, a jolt will surge through your body. <laughs> I'm gonna get electrocuted. So just, just think of the fear. <laughs> yep. Uh, I will. That, that'll help me. So Miley is going to sing as Hannah for Martinez tomorrow. And um, so Roxy wants her to get some sleep. And Roxy has to go put on some bulletproof pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. The life she leads. Yeah. When you are... Yeah. What do you know? What are you going to say? I, I mean, you got to do what keeps you happy, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I was going <laughs> to say, like, when you're the lead bodyguard... For an international superstar, uh, I guess that you can afford bulletproof pantyhose, right? Yeah. Um, do they make uh, I, like obviously bulletproof vests exist, but like, is it? Can you just get bulletproof like any clothing item? I guess we'd have to ask some uh, like a bulletproof tailor. Mm-hmm. Is chainmail? <laughs> Sorry, this <laughs> is is chainmail bulletproof. I don't think it's bulletproof necessarily. I well, I guess it would depend on how thick the chainmail. How thick is, is the chainmail? Yeah, uh, I love chainmail. <laughs> oh, when we when we record in DC, do you want to wear matching chainmail? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, red, white, and blue chainmail. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it must be so awful to have to fight in it, and people have to be like agile while they wear it. Um, but like it's pretty great. It's pretty protective. I always mm-hmm. thought that the chainmail in Link's design for Twilight Princess made the tunic mm-hmm. so much cooler. Oh yeah, no, it definitely does. Right? Uh, I think anyone that like, if a character wears chainmail, so like in that case in Twilight Princess, I think Link should have had like double the health. Yeah, for chainmail, make the um, game even easier. Because chainmail is what it's like sword proof, uh, maybe bulletproof. We're not sure. Uh, probably fireproof. Rock proof. It's definitely rock proof. Yeah. So uh, it's so maybe Roxy should wear chainmail pantyhose instead. All right. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's find out who wrote the episode. Send them an email or a Twitter. Yes, uh, I can do that. Yeah. We can definitely right. tweet at them um, and ask them if they've heard of chainmail. Uh, <laughs> and just to be clear, 
everyone listening we're not talking about like emails that are like if you don't send this then uh like bobby who fell down a well is gonna eat your toes under your bed yeah um we're talking about like uh like sir gawain and the green knight chainmail chainmail um so roxy put a bell around the boy's arm did you like this move uh the ding dong dang (laughs) yeah so uh Hannah explains. Oh, um. So Miley explains that Roxy put a bell around the boy that she went on a date with Jeremy's arm. So every time Jeremy would go to make a move, he went ding, and every time he went ding, Miley says she. Roxy went don't, and then I says Miley went ding. So she has she has a funny way of speaking. Yeah, she's so quirky. That uh, that Miley, so so quirky. Speaking of quirky, Jackson. <laughs> That's right, Jackson. Yeah, he's a forty-year-old brother. <laughs> I was literally just about to make a comment on on uh, the thirty-seven-year-old man, Robbie Ray's brother, Jackson. <laughs> Uh, his storyline here, really brief. This is how B plots should happen, in my opinion. It's where we get just enough for it to be funny, but it doesn't invade in the actual storyline of the episode at all. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Billy Ray is talking about how boys, uh, some boys are trouble, and Miley's like, this boy wasn't trouble. Um. And Billy Ray's like, oh, boys will do ridiculous things. And as he says this, Jackson, uh, the 55-year-old man, is on the phone. uh, And he walks through. uh, He's telling a girl that he's a professional motocross racer. Yeah. He, Um, uh, what Jackson is doing is called a lie. Which Corey would never. Corey promised he'd never do that again. (laughs) Jackson, on the other hand, he is, but I guess uh, timeline-wise, Corey's still lying at this point. That's true. Corey's a bit younger than he was last episode. Yes. yes. Um, Corey has not yet promised that he will never lie again. Jackson, uh, he will lie. Um, we get a Hannah Montana concert, which is, is, is this similar to when we get a DC3 song? No, because <laughs> real music. And also, yeah. this respects our time. It's a five-second clip of probably the catchiest part of the song mm-hmm. to establish that we are at the concert, and then it goes to the next scene. Yeah, we don't get a, we don't get three and a half minutes of these days are gone. Um, wishing and bah, 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 bah. Yeah. everybody these... knows situations change. <laughs> change. We can't <laughs> sing anymore. We're gonna get <laughs> sued. Get sued. Nice, Mr. Disney. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Um, all right. Hannah performs, and now Hannah Montana goes into her dressing room with uh, L- Lola, who is really Hannah's best friend, Lily. Yes. Okay. Um, secure the like security is in here, and they come in, and the security guy speaks into like his watch, and he's like, uh, "We have eyes on Miss Montana." visual on montana uh, and he's like oh, mom uh, i see miss montana or whatever he's like i'll try to get the autograph mom right he says something to imply that he's talking to his mom through his watch uh sophie and president martinez are here is this weird to see them um with a completely different cast it is a little bit weird yeah a little bit off-putting and this is before sophie did the game plan yeah, it is. So she's she's small, small, uh, small fry at this point. She's not a, a big get for Hannah Montana. No. So is Hannah Montana doing? Because it's season two of Hannah Montana. So are they doing Corey in the House a favor here? Oh yeah, this is absolutely doing Corey in the House a little bit of a mm-hmm. marketing yeah. work. You think these Martinez's are funny? Check out Corey in the House for more whimsy from them. You'll laugh. Um, you'll cry. Mm-hmm. You'll wish that it was over. Um, so the security guard 
the FBI agent puts um, his hands over President Martinez's ear so Sophie can, like, fangirl scream high-pitched really loud. Uh, she's very excited to meet Hannah Montana. And um, Martinez, I believe, says that the concert was off the chain. It was Is- slick ass. She said it was slick ass. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's a thing. Cause, uh... Do th- so, was that a cut line of dialogue here? Um, that was uh, him... John DeQuino De trying yeah. to improvise. They let him improvise and then they, they just told him to say it was off the chains. You can't say, <laughs> you can't say slick ass. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get it. He couldn't figure it out. Yeah, he was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and then he showed him again. Uh, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, that really uh, boiled my oil. And they were like, no, you can't say that one either. <laughs> Greased his so they, goose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, so they finally, they're like, just say off the chain, please, 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 just say off the chain. John's like, I don't agree with it, but I'll say it. Uh, so he says it. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's embarrassed. Sophie's like, uh, that's like, sorry, he's so embarrassing. My, uh, shoot. Um, Hannah. <laughs> this is so painful. Hannah then says to Sophie, like, oh, all dads are embarrassing. And now we get uh, your line, Ren, that Martinez now says, because I live in the white hizzle doesn't mean I got no sizzle. This man is sick in the head. <laughs> Ren, you and I have been... This is our, like, uh, three. And I'm worried about us at the moment. Uh, almost in the same way that I'm worried about Martinez here. Martinez, <laughs> uh, we get some good insight here. Some really good insight into just what kind of a president Martinez is and some daily action that we wouldn't normally see in Coin the House. Uh, we true. learned that... He once stopped a motorcade because he saw, I, his words, not mine, horsey. And he wanted to play with it. Wanted to give it a carrot. Mm-hmm. This is a, can you imagine if Joe mm-hmm. Biden was strolling out in Washington, D.C. tomorrow? Yep. And he, like, not strolling, had a motorcade. He's a motorcade. He's Let, in the car. Let's assume it, you know what? I'm going to be generous and let's assume it's a funeral mm-hmm. procession. Okay. Martinez stops the motorcade to play with a horse. Yes. Feeds it a carrot, gets back in this car. You are family of the, you are grieving. You know, yeah. your, your family member passed during the scenario. Mm-hmm. You just watch the president feed a horse a carrot. He's smiling. He's laughing. Yeah. Gives the horse a big kiss. You can hear, you can see him mouth the words, this really bettered my day. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? Not great, right? Yeah, I think I'd uninvite him at that point. Um, especially Maybe because get out of the mouthed, motorcade. Especially because he mouthed the words "this really bettered my day," <laughs> which is um, not something. I mean, it grammatically, sure, it's correct, but <laughs> concerning that he's speaking in third person to quite possibly no one, um, or maybe just the horse. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martinez. Uh, he sees sushi here, Red, and things are about to go from bad to worse as he looks at the sushi and says, President Likey. <laughs> he wiggles his fingers, licks his lips. Oh, so he picks it up. He's about to eat it. And then uh, Roxy sniffs out the bad sushi and she tackles Martinez. Well, Roxy would be arrested or tackled promptly thereafter as well. I right? was going to say shot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's possible as well. There's a Secret um, Service agent in that room. Right there, like, yes. He needs, he, realistically, he's mm-hmm. ready to go, whatever. When um, when I was in eighth grade and we visited the White House, we had to, my whole class was given a speech by my teacher about how to, like, not mess around by around the White House because of the Secret Service agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, yeah, they were like, don't, don't hop the fence because, like, you'll, you'll get shot. Um, and it's always, yeah. It's always what? Me. It scared me. When I was in eighth grade and mm-hmm. we used to play secure the president, 
we would always tackle my friend TJ really hard and really fast. Keep him safe. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and was he, he always stayed safe, right? Always. I would tackle him to the ground with full force just That's to make so good. sure. Um, so Roxy, uh, she's got quite the nose. She sniffs out crime like an underdog. Uh, that's a reference to something we haven't seen. Yes, and will not be watching. <laughs> uh, so a, a nose like that should be working for the President of the United States. So Martinez is just hiring people who have good noses now. I mean, that's why he hired Chef Victor. He has a good nose for uh, cooking. What is um, cooking but smelling? Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. That is Ratatouille. Um, Lionel once said that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm having such a hard time right now, Ren. We're this, we've been on the same scene for like 15 minutes. Um, Miley... Let's get through this. Miley uh, thinks it's a good opportunity for Roxy to work for the President of the United States. She does the President of the United States bit that you and I often gloss over. Um, Martinez is like, oh, that was really good. Um. Oh, yeah, I wrote Roxy's nose could have prevented the whole Russia fiasco. That's right. She would have killed Ronald on the spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. For uh, trying to feed everyone some raw seafood. <laughs> What's up with Disney um, Channel and bad sushi? It's easy, I think. It is. Easy. <laughs> I think it's easy. It's something that's already raw. So... Um, but technically, in universe, I don't believe uh, Air Force One too many has happened. No, so, I don't think so. I think it happens later in the season. Yeah, um, Jackson is. Uh, and this must be a new scene because um, uh, yeah, it's definitely a new scene. So there's like conflict here. Yeah, there's conflict here <laughs> where Roxy and uh, Roxy is like, oh, I don't know if I should go, and Miley's like, it's a really good opportunity. Kind of leave it at that. Um, Jackson. So I think we're back at the, uh, uh, they're not the Cyruses, I don't know, Stuart? Stuart's. Yeah. Um, they're, we're back at the Stuart house where Jackson is now in a motocross suit to go tell Julie that he got fourth place. And uh, of course, Bobby Ray says, well, I ain't never seen this much spandex since my grandma went a singles bingo. <laughs> I would read. I would watch uh, all of Hannah Montana uh, just for more of whatever that was. <laughs> uh, if we could, you know what we should do, Ren. I think. Um, I think what we. I maybe we can make this like a, a segment in every episode. Maybe at the end. I don't, I don't know where it belongs, but like a quick, like and now a word from Billy Ray, and then you just cut to. You pull a quote from Hannah Montana and you do you do that because um, that was something. Uh, I'll uh, I'll pull up a quote for uh, tonight's sign off. Yeah, because he has um, yeah. And so I would I don't I like what you do for the sign off though. That's so I right. think it's I think it's like a commercial break. I think it's like a uh, like in a tr- in transitioning between things. It's like uh, like before we continue with Corey, uh, here's a quick word from Billy Ray. And then you, because uh, he always has inspirational things, right? He does. He's the he's chef Victor the, of the show. He's the voice of reason. Yeah. Um, so uh, he says that uh, Roxy is like, she has a flashback uh, to, uh, Hannah has a flashback to when she met Roxy. Roxy's pretty significant. That's right. Can you, Bryce, I would like you to explain what happens in this scene because I have yeah. a very important trivia detail to give right after. Okay, uh, so I'll do my best. So there's a, uh, Hannah says that she met Roxy at Wig City. Uh, Hannah is trying on a couple of different wigs. Um, and every time Roxy walks by and is like that, no, like, no, like that doesn't work. Like that looks bad. Like, no. So Roxy keeps shutting down these wigs. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, my, oh, by the, I, the, I've, I got zapped a few moments ago, by the way. Um <laughs> I, I forgot, but yes. So, because it's technically Miley trying on wigs to be Hannah. That's um, right. So then finally Miley puts on the Hannah Montana wig and Roxy's like, that works. And then uh, Billy Ray Cyrus walks over and he's 
uh, I think in what, like a clown wig? Yeah. Um, so and Roxy's like, oh, this must be your dad. So that's the, the flashback. So Roxy picked out the Hannah Montana wig. That's what we learned from that. This is a contradiction to a season one episode where Miley's godmother, the real-life Dolly Parton, picks out the wig that makes her Hannah Montana. Um, so, wow. Wow. So, uh, which do we think is right? Well, going by the nature of chronology, this retcons the season one episode by virtue of happening later. But mm. it's obviously more significant coming from Dolly Parton than Roxy. <laughs> well, haven't you ever heard of Roxywood? <laughs> uh, the, the famous amusement park? We should visit. Yeah, we should go to Roxywood. Let's record yeah, the um, uh, Hannah Montana movie podcast movie. at mm-hmm. Dollywood. Oh my gosh. And if you and I are ever recording a Hannah Montana movie podcast, I think you and I are in too deep. <laughs> Something went I think wrong. that's yeah. I think that's that's the point where we should start asking questions. Not when it's ten nineteen and we're on hour three of podcasting about uh, a crossover episode of Hannah Montana. That now uh, is not the time to ask questions. We Jesus, I didn't realize we've been um, on three hours. So uh, this conflict is pretty boring. Uh, Roxy recognizes that Miley's trying to get rid of her. Yeah. Um. And now Roxy and Miley fight. Um, and so then Hannah's dad talks about um, butter rolls. Uh, oh, so this is... Uh, hey, speaking of roll, why don't we go up heat on some sweet one, then we can get all buttered <laughs> up and uh, we'll sit back and be all reasonable about this. No. <laughs> ah! Ah! Okay. <laughs> Um, she's kind of a jerk, I said, about uh, Miley in this scene. Not Hannah. Miley is the one that's here. Uh, as Billy Ray wants to sit people down and talk about buttered biscuits. Um, Miley's mean to Roxy. Roxy, uh, she leaves. And now uh, Miley says to uh, Billy Ray what I think is the most confusing line in this episode. Uh, quote, unquote, uh, uh, she she says, uh, now I need to find a bodyguard that understands my knees. These babies right here. Um, what am I missing? Uh, Robbie Ray doesn't want to acknowledge that his daughter is becoming a woman. Is, is dating. Okay. He's scared. Okay. You know, he, he's scared. Mm-hmm. He's worried. Um, so now I didn't really watch this next scene, but I, I mean, I watched it, but <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Ren, my um, volume was off for the first, I think we get three interviews or maybe we get two. My volume was off for the first one, but I did watch it. Um, and then the second one, I, um, I definitely listened to, uh, but Miley's hiring, so she's doing bodyguard interviews here, and the bodyguards keep morphing uh, into Roxy. Uh, uh, first, there's you... Mr. Annihilator. Yes. And then a, a dusty, weathered cowboy. Okay, so I missed Who, that one. Whose um, name is the I, Mysterious I... Stranger. Okay. And then there's the uh, New Yorker. The, uh, the Italian New Yorker. Yes, who says if... Uh, if he needs to, he's going to uh, take someone into his car and then have a conversation with them, uh, which is mafia speak for they're not coming back. And then uh, they ask his name and he says, you don't need to know my name. I think he had a good energy. <laughs> so which which of these bodyguards would you hire? Well, okay, no, let's start there. The cowboy, the dusty cowboy. Definitely the cowboy. He's, a, he's a good guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. For justice, um, do you and I need bodyguards? If we get too big, yes. Mm-hmm. If Those uh, the... I Carly girls are coming for us. <laughs> Red, we, we haven't publicly called that out, but now we. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, you're right. So I mean, like the like, also the radar folks, they're gonna come after us. 
the, uh, yeah, the radar folks from Radar Co. Hot Co. Yeah, because we uh, we don't know what a radar does. Oh, that's We're right. The dates. Yes, um, Mr. Disney is probably gonna come after us. Um, and Lori Laughlin. She's gonna try to scam us out of five hundred thousand yes. dollars. So, uh, which speak so because that that was in uh, our last last technically last last week's episode based on when people are listening to this. Um, I po- made a Facebook post about Thanos. <laughs> I was able to promote it for free. Have you seen this? Yes, it keeps blowing up. What the fuck? And I it is not at the activity it's getting. So and it's it has a hundred like I think one hundred thirty five likes. Um, at the moment, let's see. It has uh, uh, 158 likes. Has it actually made a significant impact in terms of our audience? Absolutely not. Fantastic. <laughs> Phenomenal. So I just, these people are just liking a picture of Thanos with zero context. I uh, like the guy who corrected you about Thanos's motivation. Yeah, I don't care what Thanos's motivation is. I just know he was able to steal and got away with it. That's that's what you and I talked about. Um oh, Jacob made comments on here too. Um uh, I think Jacob was actually the one who uh maybe pointed us to this episode of Hannah Montana. So, uh Jackson Skin crashed a bike. Jackson. <laughs> he has a rash. He's got a bad rash thigh rash a deep thigh rash very deep uh, he asks rico to go get a baby powder rico calls him pathetic uh and i think that's the scene am i that's missing anything B-plot. yeah it's fantastic the my right? only complaint is that because the b-plot ended early we mm-hmm. got so much dog later on yeah uh so let's get there let's get to the dog um Hannah Montana is going to visit Sophie. We don't know at an undisclosed location. It's like her, is this her the... hotel. Okay. The room looks like, like her bedroom set from uh, Corey in the house. It's like in a 30 rock when they go to Boston and Jack recreates the <laughs> yeah. <an> office. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hannah Montana has come to see Sophie and really it's because um, Hannah slash Miley has realized that they miss Roxy. They want to talk Roxy back into, into coming back. Um, but Sophie, uh, so the, the issue here is when Hannah goes to leave the room to try to find Roxy, the security guard says that he has strict instructions to not let hannah leave so hannah switches wigs with lola and outfits so but pause ren so they didn't leave the room but like doesn't the security guard know doesn't he see this all happen he he they asked him to turn around turn around okay and he did without asking why yes okay and then but then how does but Lola can leave. So Lola just walks out, which is really Hannah, which is really Miley. Yes. Okay, so my uh so Miley as Hannah as Lola goes uh into the next room. Next hotel room? Question mark? I uh, we don't know where this place is. It's vague. Um and so Hannah is looking around for Roxy, stumbles into this room, and Martinez identifies her as the best dog whisperer in the country. Which Humphrey, yeah, Humphrey is uh, sadder. So Humphrey is, just to remind uh, everyone, Martinez's dog. Nice consistency, right? Yeah. Is it, we see Humphrey, Humphrey all the time. Yeah, did I, <laughs> Humphrey eat too many meatballs. Is that what happened here? Did Mama Martinez feed Humphrey one too many meatballs? She must have. She showed up and just mm-hmm. went wild. If you had to give a number, Ren, and I do want you to give a number, what is the, the too many meatballs limit for a dog Humphrey's size? 
one. I at most, I wouldn't even want to give it one. One. I mean, I think I think a dog would be okay eating a single meatball. I was I, thinking it would be in the thirties. You you thinking thirty meatballs? <laughs> thirty eight meatballs. Go feed Lily twenty nine meatballs and let me know how that pans out. No, Lily can't Lily can't have uh, raw protein. Yeah. So, um, but any other dog, um, I would I think thirty eight is the limit. Mm-hmm. Number of meatballs. So uh, Humphrey's been feeling sad, and that's why uh, Martinez has called in a dog whisperer. Of uh, Martinez then calls. What is the food situation here? Where did these foods come from? These are all of Humphrey's favorite dog foods that Mm -hmm. Martinez's travel chefs know how to cook. Because Humphrey is a travel dog, you know? You you don't keep him inside the house. You have to travel with him consistently or he gets depressed. Mm -hmm. And that's, yes. Uh, And that's what we see here. Humphrey is very sad. Probably left in the house a little bit too long. Um, and so, uh, I believe, why do they eat the food? (laughs) Why does he make Hannah eat the food? No, uh, you have to zap yourself. Ah! (laughs) Why does he make Lola eat the food? Yeah. Because, so Humphrey does. Because Humphrey knows she's not eating, so he's not going to eat. Yep. So, um, so at first Lola says to Martinez, like, Hey, try, uh, like you try eating the food and maybe it'll inspire Humphrey and Humphrey is uninspired. And also Martinez, uh, doesn't want to eat the food because of, uh, he just got his teeth whitened and doesn't want quote unquote meat stain. You know how it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I do. So now she has to eat a bunch of meat. And I get your to your point earlier with the B plot ending as quick as it did. Uh, we get uh, I don't know four to five minutes of this, and, and exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so this is uh, Miley as Hannah as Lola eating, using her face. She doesn't use her hands, right? Yeah. Um, to she eat out of dog, dog bowls. Yes. <laughs> And uh, we get a quick flash sideways over to, uh, like, Lost. Did you watch Lost? Yes, I've watched Lost. Okay, yeah, so we get a flash sideways <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to uh, Lily as Lola as Hannah, uh, who is now singing with Sophie, trying to trick Sophie. Sophie, like, doesn't buy it, but this plot doesn't go anywhere, and Sophie eventually buys it, maybe? Not Rico's boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the uh, the episode of Hannah Montana where Billy Ray Cyrus and Jackson um, take the uh, the the nice uh, van uh, golfing. Uh huh. All over Malibu. I'm. It, it's a morbid one, but I love the one where Oliver and Lily get bit by scorpions and then buried alive. Yes, and really, so many people really don't like that way episode. of writing them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's wicked compelling, uh, and also something that uh, one thinks about later. So, like, I it's funny. Like, I watched uh, all of uh, Hannah Montana, um, and as I remember. Like, if I were to ask myself now about different details of the episodes, I would be able to name the details in the uh, Oliver and Lily episode a lot more distinctly than most episodes. So, It's um, a show that sticks with you. Yes. And so here we are uh, with these characters again. Uh, Martinez, so he's watching uh, Lola eat all this food. And now Roxy comes in. Roxy sees uh, Lola's face in the dog food. Is this normal human behavior? So, no. Um, (laughs) If I were to quit slash be like kind of let go from a job and then um, a week later into my new job, I see my old boss uh, eating out of a meatbowl uh, with my new boss. 
I would be baffled at what's happening. Um, and so Roxy now uh, is about to tell Martinez who this really is. And Miley then is like, oh, nope, zzz, zzz, Lola um, <laughs> says, Humphrey, it's bad because my notes are all over the place um, regarding these characters' names. So Lola says that Humphrey is sad because he misses someone terribly, right? So Lola's now trying to make it seem like um, like Humphrey has these issues, but really Lola is just projecting her issues onto Humphrey. Yeah. Uh, Martinez is like, oh, I've been ignoring my dog. So that uh, we assume that Martinez um, occasionally forgets that he has a dog. I would say that he's neglectful to the point where we can assume Humphrey died in between seasons. This is, yeah. Okay. I was, I thought you were going to say like, uh, died and this is like Humphrey 2.0 or maybe like 3.0. <laughs> this is Humphrey Jr. They just keep replacing him. Um, and so then we get a moment with Marti- Martinez leaves with Humphrey, I think to go like on a walk or something. I uh, know uh, Martinez... he's going to find a French pr- poodle for Humphrey to breed with. <laughs> Of course. Where else would he be going? Yeah. And he's the president. So, of course, he's the one that needs to go and do it. He's one right? sick freak. Oh. Uh, mm, all right. So, would he leaves to go do that. Dog food for your bodyguard? Would I eat dog? No. No. I would not eat dog food for anyone. If I were in Fear Factor and it was like, eat a spider or dog food, I think I would eat the spider. If Joe Rogan said, Bryce from Bryce and Red and Corey in the house, mm-hmm. eat the spider or dog food, you would eat the spider? I think so. Wow. How much dog food? Like a full can versus like a single spider? I was thinking like one of those, uh, you know, those like little wet food trays. They're small. They fit in the palm of your yeah. hand. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Like little Caesars. Oh. Um, no, maybe <laughs> I would Caesar's take the dog, dog food. Then. Little Caesars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Miley and Roxy have a moment. No. Miley, nah, Lola, uh, Miley as Hannah as Lola, um, has a moment with Roxy. Uh, they continue to be covered in dog food, which I thought was just disgusting. Yeah, I actually kind of got grossed out. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Um, Roxy leaves the president to go back to work for Hannah Montana. Is this a good move? No, this is a downgrade, (laughs) career-wise. But then again, like, would you want to work for the like President Martinez? I think being a Secret Service agent is like job security for life. Well, so if you can get through one bad administration, mm -hmm. you can just kind of not necessarily relax, but you have job security, and, and your family has, you know, if you die, they they don't suffer without you. So I completely agree, but I don't think Roxy was given that position. <laughs> I think President I think Roxy. Yeah, exactly. I think Roxy is to sniff anything that Martinez eats. All right. Or drinks. so Martinez is just acting like a king now. Yes. Yes. He's like, we could use that nose around here the because uh, a lot of people are actively trying to poison Martinez. Can you blame um, them? No. <laughs> no. Um, Miley's friend. Okay, I wrote Miley's friend, which I, we've now determined is Lily. Lily. Um, that is her name. Uh, Lily and Sophie are... So Lily as Hannah. So this is Lily as Hannah uh, is performing with Sophie. And uh, Lily as Hannah is like, oh, this is exhausting the security guard that's in there with them is like i don't even get to go home which that's mm -hmm. i don't think it was a bad idea for roxy to go back to hannah you don't think it was a bad idea this guy doesn't get to go home that's true ever and real and you know maybe lily doesn't get to go home either it's possible yeah i don't know i've never like I don't know what episodes come after this, but it's very possible that she's gone. Yeah. At this point. 
uh is that the episode is that it oh yeah no that's it that's the end bit yeah they uh they left lily behind and they cut to that scene and that's it was this fun it was uh, <laughs> more fun than cory in the house has been lately yeah i'm glad we but the we second half it. was was weak though yes i agree once it started plot ended it got a, it got a little bit uninteresting yeah i was happy to see like martinez and sophie and hannah all interacting together i thought that was fun but yeah i agree once we get to the second half of the episode it's kind of like okay yada yada like we get it um yeah. we had like sat through the nightmare fuel of the job interview so um yeah what else, like what else do we do anything else with this i mean uh how do we feel like it enriches the world of cory in the house in any capacity oh there's a i don't know where the line is but um there's one line that i thought was interesting oh let me see it um because i definitely wrote it down wait okay um oh i guess i didn't but martinez uh oh no yeah so uh, martinez describes humphrey as being sadder than when the vice president heard martinez passed his health whatever yes i liked that line a lot we've I don't think we've ever gotten a reference to the vice president in the show. No, we haven't. Could you imagine being his vice president? I being like, I love the idea that Martinez's vice president hates him openly so much Mm -hmm. that Martinez knows he wants him to die. (laughs) It's the poison. That's why he has Roxy. It makes me wish the vice president was an actual character. Yeah, Veep actively trying to sabotage Martinez. That'd be, like, it's fun. It's a fun idea. So, we have three episodes left of Cory in the House, so who knows? Maybe we'll get Veep. Um, what would you rate the episode as one out of ten? I think I'd give it a five. I thought okay. the first half was better than the second, but as it went on, the dog stuff grew on. Like, it became too annoying yeah i agree generally i found it pretty sharp Mm -hmm. what jokes the funniest jokes were pretty well written especially Mm -hmm. compared to Corey in the house yes for sure this is like uh disney channel's a team yeah right that's who they have working on this show of Corey in the house was not their a team no like not not exactly like c team Mm -hmm. um Rent, I have a question. Does our Martinez approval rating happen here? It has to, but it, we apply it retroactively. So um, we apply it retroactively. So are you saying, like, do I insert it into uh, where no, 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 she is? All right. So we got to think about this. Yeah, let's talk about it. Does including Martinez's performance in the Hannah Montana episode ruin the integrity of the Martinez chart because it's not exclusively Corey in the house or does it complete it because it encompasses everything Martinez did during the run of Corey in the house? Um, I feel it completes it. I agree. Personally. I, I think that he, yeah, this is, gives us insight into him that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Uh, we uh, gave him five points for no, 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 I think he's about to lose five points. He's not in the episode. So I'm trying, I'm struggling to think what our logic possibly was. That he, there must've been like an offhand line or something. Yep. About, uh, yeah. We, we're we like, want to give him points for like a conference that was mentioned off screen. Yeah. Like I think by all accounts that. went well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so what do we think? So he's at six then at no 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 she's at six mm. so where does uh where does this take him down i mean he talks about stopping the mortarcade to feed a yep. horse um president likey is something he says <laughs> <laughs> um he hires he uses taxpayers money to hire a, an official no sniffer he hires a dog whisperer and uses the wrong one and makes her eat dog food. Yes. His daughter holds a woman hostage. 
I'm saying negative fifteen, dropping by fifteen. Yeah, so that puts him. Um, it's gonna be tough. So I'll need to like go through and knock. Well, you you can put this at the end of the at the end, yeah. Because ultimately, it it doesn't matter where it's dropped. The the episodes people who listen to the podcast are going to watch the episode here. Yeah, true. So it makes sense to put it in relation to where we watched it. Mm-hmm. So he ends ends at a negative two forty five. Nice. Which, yep. Five. Uh, if he loses five more points, uh, I will need to adjust the chart for a fourth time. So, I'll just adjust it now, <laughs> just to be ready. Uh, Red, you and I have been podcasting uh, for so long. Is there anything else that you are feeling uh, like we have not? discussed or talked about i feel that we have touched upon every aspect possible of this episode of hannah montana we've dreamed it of anything it has anything been led good. dry oh, something that we didn't talk about on podcast uh mitchell muso yes that's right oh he was not here which was a blessing. Against all odds, we got a little victory tonight. We did not mm-hmm. have to sit through Mitchell Musso's agonizing excuse for acting. He would have just been so whiny. He would have showed up and just been whining in all of his scenes like, Miley, do I need to do this? Like, Billy Joe, do I need to do this? What's his name? Not Billy Joe. Who's Billy Joe? Billy Ray. Robbie Ray who's Robbie Ray? Is that his character's name? Yeah, that's his character's name. Oh, I've been calling him Billy Ray. Robbie Ray Stewart. Oh, Bobby. Um, yeah, Mitchell Musso, he's uh, not good in this. So, um, but we didn't see him. Which makes me happy. Uh, one final thing, Ren, that I have to say. Uh, I got a text from Jill uh, while we were doing this podcast. Um, Jill says, throw away the whole tournament. How did you guys not talk about Dog with a Blog? The fuck is Dog with a Blog? It's a Disney Channel show about a dog that writes a blog. <laughs> That's all I know about it. I, I know literally nothing else <laughs> other than the concept. I've never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, So my response to that is uh, I, definitely not something that we can uh, override and overrule. Yeah. Uh, but there's always going to be another tournament unless we get Full House. <laughs> in which so. case uh see you in four years yeah <laughs> when our listenership has completely moved on uh, and you and i are just <laughs> talking to no one for hours on end about michelle um yeah so uh dog with a blog i think will definitely have its day the dog will have its day he's a dog with a blog i mean if he's writing coherent mm-hmm. thoughts i want to read him yeah so all right ren let's close this chapter yep let's be done with it um so thank you all so much for listening uh you find us instagram twitter facebook follow us on there if you liked us talking about hannah montana uh make sure that you listen to our Corey in the house podcast if you're only listening to to this conversation um but otherwise uh thank you all so much and have a great rest of your day have fun at the geneva convention too so before we dive into the episode conversation i thought this would be fun ren um, and this is something that I, I might put at the end of this podcast. What? Um, but so at this point in time, you and I are recording on June 13th. Yes. By the time this episode airs, it'll be Wednesday, June 16th. Um, between now and then, uh, Nintendo's E3 press conference, uh, their direct will have happened. Wow, that's true. So I couldn't give up the opportunity. I don't want to spend too much time. I definitely don't want to spend too much time on it. <laughs> But uh, what do you think? Uh, right, let's make bad predictions. Okay. 
pretty much. Bad, you want some real bad predictions? Yeah, I want a little bit more left field. I don't want to just say like Breath of the Wild 2 because like I I'm I mean knock on wood, but like it'll be there. It'll be there. So it'll be delayed, but it'll be there. Yeah, definitely. Um so what is, what's the more far-fetched things that we think Nintendo announced? Um, okay. Yesterday. I'm going to throw out uh Legend of Zelda 3D All-Stars. It's Ocarina of Time. The Wind Waker and the Wii version of Twilight Princess on one cart. It's only going to be sold for a few months. It'll be $60. And I'm going to buy it day one. Yes, and that, that's interesting to me. So it's not HD versions of these games. Nope, it's the same deal with the uh, Super Mario like Alter. Mario. Okay, so they're giving us uh, that. And I'm sure that will be received very mixed um, if that is the case. That's my far-fetched Zelda prediction. Yes, yes, I like it. Um, I'm going to say, like, for my far-fetched thing, um, I'm thinking in terms of, it's been quite some time since we've gotten fresh new Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not thinking Mario Odyssey 2, but I think that we're going to get a spin-off of it, um, and it'll be... Uh, I think Donkey Kong. Like a Donkey Kong Odyssey? I think Donkey Kong Odyssey, um, where it's kind of like a, a mix between Mario Worlds and Donkey Kong Worlds, but it's 3D. And it's you're mainly Donkey Kong. Um, so it's like a Donkey Kong game, but in the style and worlds of Odyssey. Okay, that makes sense because it's Donkey Kong's anniversary coming up. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since Donkey Kong had a 3D installment. Yep. I feel like, okay. Mm-hmm. interesting because yeah, I, I think he'll get it but i think either way we are gonna see a reveal of a a series that is gonna get a 3d platform um be it that doesn't hasn't had one for a while or it hasn't had one at all so i think kirby donkey kong could be something out of left field uh like uh, ice climbers or like kid icarus um, but we're gonna get something that's in a, a, a 3d platforming situation so uh and that's it uh, i think th- that's my bold prediction what are your realistic predictions uh realistically i think we're gonna get breath of the wild 2 is gonna be like the the main feature i think it is it's gonna be 2022 it's not coming out yep. this year I'm uh, we'll, spring 2022 gameplay trailer yeah um we'll get some more details about pokemon um I think that we're going to get Mario Kart DLC. I, I'm hoping that it's DLC. I don't want to move on from Mario Kart 8 just yet. Yeah, I think that it'll be DLC. Um, anything else that I'm like? A Metroid Prime won't be shown. No, um, I don't even think they're going to acknowledge Prime 4. No, there'll I'll be a 2D Metroid. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, that's why I love this. You and I are we're like, it's predictions to us, but it's just old news to others. Um, I, I could see Nintendo doing Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD as separate releases. But do you think that they will announce it here? At E3? Yeah. If they announce anything Zelda at all for the rest of the year, it's going to be at E3. I, I okay. think if they don't announce a... anything Zelda at E3, then Zelda's not having an anniversary in November. I think that they'll recognize Zelda's anniversary, but that they will announce a separate Zelda Direct, which will be sometime they'll just say uh like sometime in july or sometime this summer there will be a separate zelda direct because they don't want to cannibalize skyward sword sales that is a good point but if skyward swords pre-orders are already good and if they pace out the next release well enough because keep in mind skyward sword is coming out next month yes so and zelda games usually release in november or Mm -hmm. In like I believe Link's Awakening, Link's Awakening came out in September, so summer season. Yep. So they could they could easily do a bundle in the summer and then another bundle in the fall to close out the holidays and cap yeah. out all the holidays. And if they pace it right, I could see them doing Wind Waker, Twilight Princess over the summer, then Ocarina Majora's for holiday season, and those would probably be the 3DS remakes. 
So, but you think that they're going to try to squish it in before 2021 is over? I, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be pushed till next year for sure. And I think because of that, Nintendo's not going to want to release anything Zelda next year either. Yeah. Now's the time to re-release the Zeldas. And Skyward Sword's re-release is not because of Zelda's anniversary. It's because it's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD both happened when those games turned 10. 10. They didn't coincide with any specific anniversaries. Like, for their development. Um, Well, we will definitely see. Or I guess people saw. And you and I will see, but people saw and they will laugh us to death. Up. Yeah, they're going to laugh us to death. <laughs> so um, 